0: Good morning. A little Hope, you good? Yeah. Uh, I'm supposed to stay on the platform because I want our, all our friends and family in the overflow to see me. If you miss me, it's okay. I'm still out here. Before I go I, 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 on, I'd love to do something first. My son is here. My son has traveled all over the world with me, in fact, but he was out here last year without me. Um, and and uh, I'm sorry. I know know he did a fantastic job, but I I want him to come. He has spoken to so many different places, but I want him to come come and reach you a little bit. Can you do that? Come on, everybody.
1: falling and inclines, so I felt the power of God moving through this place. Yeah. And how many people know that the power of God is going to move, whether we're ready for it or not? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, through the time that I spent here, I, I met so many amazing people you know, so many people who have speaking to my lives. This internship itself has absolutely changed me. God has really started to change my life and those around me as well. You know, through the things that I've learned, I've learned that I've been able to directly relate the leadership skills and principles I've learned from this internship the clothes that you put on. And that's what I'm wearing. I don't know if you've noticed this, but uh, when I was here before, you know, I, my style is board shorts, hood, gloves, I'm from a beach town, you know, what you can do. You know? mm-hmm. But this morning, I, I did something a little different, I put, I put my swag on. Yeah. <laughs> this is a swag-filled church, too, I would say that, but, yeah, Come on, good job, Pastor Benjamin. <laughs> So, what do we do when we put our swag on? When we put our swag on, we walk a little taller. We, push it, we pump our chest out a little bit. We feel more confident. We wear Even if there's nobody in the room, I still do that. I'm just walking through. Yes. I'm wearing my swag. I'm confident. I'm here. That is what I do when I wear my swag. And that is what I've learned from this internship is to wear your spiritual swag everywhere that you go. The leadership principles that we've learned, the laws of the land, the discipline that I've learned, has become my spiritual swag. And I want to wear that everywhere that I go. Matthew 5, 16 says, Let your light shine before all men that they may see your good works and glorify the Lord your God. Let your swag shine everywhere that you go. Let it shine before all men so that before they even know who you are, you they know that you are a mighty man and woman of God. Let your swag shine. I'll tell you that song, Hosanna that song speaks to me. There's a verse in that song that says, I see a generation rising up to take their place when the whole earth shakes. In terms of this house, be ready to rise up. You're a generation that's going to take the place of your fathers and mothers before you. That are going to build the foundation that they have placed in this house and on this earth. It is now our job to rise up and build on that foundation. To shape this earth for God. Amen. Amen? Amen. Amen.
0: He got it from me. He got
2: it.
0: <laughs> and he's a good looking guy too, isn't he? <laughs> I can't imagine anybody better looking than Ian. Anyway. Here, Here
2: See, I, <laughs> I bought it.
0: Yeah, I'll read some more stuff. That's all right. Whose keyboard is this? I <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Before you, 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 you into this, I, mean, I, I have to do something. I, I guess one of you, eat it, the Lord is, uh, is telling me. Um, you know, I was sharing with your pastor, I think last night a little bit. I just want to briefly throw it out there. But God is, has recently given me an epistle. You know, think it's one of those things where, I'm out of nowhere, God just, just arise and delivers something. with the of the word. And I'm wrestling with it and wrestling with it. And I grabbed hold of this thing and I'm looking further and further into it. But when God gave me this 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 picture, I began to dig the Scripture. That I have to think if it's not God, i got to find out and find something to show me sure that's really not Him. And I looked and looked and looked. and, looked and I couldn't find to disprove it. I believe it and it's just so God. Let me just throw it out there really quickly. It's this. In Scripture, there's two places that mention angels worshiping in heaven three places it's at the creation beginning genesis the creation of the world of mankind, and then in revelation when we're all gathered around the throne with the angels and we sing together we say this there's no place else in scripture and i have looked and looked and looked and i challenge you to look i've looked all through scripture i've looked in conference everywhere i could and i can't find any place in scripture where it says between those times between the creation of the world and will he finally join with God in heaven, all the angels? I see nowhere else in Scripture where it says the angels are singing. I see nowhere else. Work with me. It's nowhere between creation and we're finally with God in eternity with the angels do you know, I see Scripture where it says there are angels worshiping and singing in heaven. So, no, 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 no. Uh, it's right here. No, it says they said. Well, what about with the Twin and they're always singing the worthy? No, it says they said. And when, what about when Jesus was No, it says the angels came and they proclaimed peace on earth. Let me just go a little further. There's, Scripture says there's three archangels. There's three archangels in heaven. That means the head of all the angels. The leaders of all the angels. There were three. There's Gabriel, there's Michael, and there was Lucifer. And one was, was, was the head of all the messengers of God. And there was another there was the, there was the, the warrior angels, head of all the warrior angels of God. And then there was Lucifer who was in charge of all the singing, all of the, those who proclaim and sang the glory of God, the worship leaders. That's what Lucifer was. Well, at a certain time, you know Lucifer was cast out of heaven. And it says he took a third of the angels with him. Were they the third that followed him and sang and led worship because nowhere in Scripture to say that it's happening right now. Let me just conclude with this. I believe Scripture does confirm that the singing in heaven was at one time and will be again. But right now, we only see the only singing to God that takes place that you can be. I tell you more than you need to buy the book. <laughs> but, uh, I really believe that God was telling me to do this. I'm going to do the stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, years ago. Like, I came kind of a year on board here. I need to have to I to do what do. And here this morning, I could not get it off. So I'm going to put it on you. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: God, Wants you to know that he has something different to that. Something different. You just try to get it as simple as possible. You make that smile. You make God smile. When we sing and worship God, I believe, and i just can to grab this from the Lord that you so enjoy singing. We're supposed to really sing, proclaim, rejoice in Him. And I know someday in glory we'll be able to for all the angel see sing. Right now, God comes to church as, as well as I preach and Benjamin preaches, he comes to hear you He comes to hear you leap down see. He loves that. It makes him smile. Know this, you've stepped in a whole new power of your life. Now I know you've led worship to many things, but this is the new season. And I believe God is telling me to tell you that he wants you to know for this new season that he makes you smile. When you teach and lead and you put together this band, and let me tell you something else. <laughs> I'll be back. Um, let me tell you, something else. <laughs> you are going to lead city worship. You're going to raise up your band, you're going to greet people up to flock to
2: you because you are a gatherer. They will talk to you. You'll put together something. They're going to gather to churches together
0: and worship team together. And you're going to lead. and you're going to gather together and lead city worship you rent some places and go in there and churches will come and they'll join together and you'll organize and lead them and different bands will be a part of it and leading it and, worshiping, and leading the city in worship. You're going to lead that. Don't say, hmm. Say, oh, <laughs> <laughs> You're going to lead it, my friend. You're going to lead it. God wants you to lead the city in worship. You know, when Paul and Silas were in prison and they started singing and it says everyone started listening, it wasn't because they sang but well, they sang like we made it terrible. They say, I know that. They were singing. <laughs> That's all I am. They were singing, but what happened was it said that the earth began to shake and the doors flew open. I don't think God has happened. Listen to that yeah. singing. Boom, the earth is shaking. The doors fly open. Everything happens. God loves it when we sing. He can't wait till someday and all we turn you all together. In the meantime, right now we sing. Charles, Joe, Mark, you're gonna city. Lord, do it, do it, do it. Anoint my brother. Give to him that assurance of knowing this is you, not me. Let him grab hold of God and let him run. Leave this city in worship. And make it. Gospel of Luke, the Gospel of Luke. Luke chapter 11. And I, I will, I promise for my friends never overflowed my you to try my heart to stay right up here. There's no guarantees. Luke chapter 11. Begin verse 1. Here's what it says. No i Begin verse 1, it says, Now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased. But one of his disciples said to him, Lord, to justify John also taught his disciples. So he said to them, When you pray, say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we also speak. those. It is not an indication to deliver us from the evil. And I know you've heard many teachings on this, and I'm sure plenty of them great, great teachings on this. But let me just start by telling you this. I told the person the same thing, and it shocked them to. I'll talk to you. Forgiveness is absolutely unnecessary. I know you've probably heard other things hot, but you know, forgiveness, is absolutely unnecessary for beings. And if you have the wisdom and humility to admit you're not perfect yet, forgiveness is essential. It's essential for your walk in life. It's essential for your life. It's essential for everything you do. Absolutely essential. It is the beginning point of all for us as we walk as believers. First um, nano, I know, and those who know me well, I've been alive for several decades now. Two or three have had the most and, uh, I know one thing about me, people know me me well, they know that one thing about me It's very clear once you know me for a while, is I have the spiritual gift of offending It's one of the rare ones, not everyone has it, but uh, everyone has it to a degree, but I, I excel in it. Paul you know, said, if you can have that, you have that one. I've got the... Of I, I easily offend people. I do it all the time. But even when I don't try to, and I usually try to. I, I, I offend people, and I mostly offend Christians because they're the most fun. Uh, I, I I have this knack for it. I um, I was there was service. I, I was at a funeral a few weeks ago, and I offended at least three people. And I wasn't even doing the service. I was sitting in the back. You know, I, I, I just have that ability. I, I know that I offend people. I I offend God. I've heard. i I, mean, I do so many things. the first? I do mean, so many things in my life that I know that my frustrate people, frustrate God, it, it happens all the time. But because of that, I have learned something very, very valuable, and that is to of Absolutely essential. You know, all you can through with that is that, that so many people wrestle, wrestle with the try to run after the spiritual gifts, like, oh, my 50s my function, all of that. So many people want to see the power the Spirit of God moving, want to see miracles and signs and wonders. But they miss out on something. There's a secret power in Scripture that we lose out on. We don't pay attention to, and that secret power is the power of forgiveness. Now, if you don't get the power of forgiveness, you're not going to get any supernatural powers. You're not going to walk in the kingdom. You're not going to walk in for prophetic word. Never really do that. So you may get occasional stuff, but if you don't understand the power of forgiveness, you haven't been released yet and really in the spirit I hope you got that. that this is straight from God. This is real stuff. There is a spiritual power. Biblical power. I call it secret power because we usually don't pay attention to it. The power of forgiveness. And I want us to grab it. This morning, what I want to say is a couple things, but I'm not sure how far I'll go with this, but it depends on how hungry y'all are. But uh, I mean for lunch. Uh, but I want to say a couple things. Um, first thing is this the power of forgiveness. It's ours to receive. It's ours to receive. The word says this in Luke 8 3 4 it says, Jesus said, John, to give out. What they do, you know, it all came down that cross. He lived for the He spent his entire life people. Whenever he could, to lay down himself, and all his prerogatives, and to just help people—it's all here of serving, helping people, ministering people, giving himself, and then suddenly He's on the cross he's on the cross not for his offenses, but he's on the cross for our offenses. Perfect life, entire life serving people, not offending anyone, not hurting anyone, not coming against anybody, and then he's on the cross because of our sins, because of our offenses. And then he says, Father, I do not Getting in trouble all of the time. My dad I uh, was a military rabbit, a military family. My dad, uh, if you got in trouble, he'd follow you up. He stares straight ahead. you look away, he's going to snap at you. you don't stare me at you. Don't, either. don't eyeball him. You know, you're, you're just going to look that kind of glazy right past me. <laughs> I'm not looking at you, but I'm looking over you. Right. I get my attention. And he would say things like, when I say, when I say jump, you don't ask why, you ask how high, and you ask on the way up. I, I'm little kid, I'm thinking. me, huh? <laughs> but every time I got in trouble, my response. Yeah. So, you, I can think back now, I should never say it over oh, and over again. Every time I said it, was like, it was like this brain I've never said before. You know, my dad, something like, yeah, like barking at me, and I said, Dad, I didn't know. And like that was good as, oh, I didn't know, never mind. <laughs> like that was good to say something. Yeah, I, I didn't know. You what? what? I didn't know, Dad. Right? And it, it wasn't surprising it was coming. I really believed that that would work. Dad, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know you could to throw apples at cars on the street, Dad. I didn't know that. You have all kinds of trees I, I didn't know. I, Dad, I didn't know I could have steal the eggs from the chicken coop next door and right thrown my, my sister's
1: friends. I didn't
0: know that. You didn't teach me that? Dad, I didn't know I could have steal my brother's car and drive it down the street when he's 14, when I'm 12. I didn't know that. Dad, you got to tell me these things. didn't know any of this stuff, Dad. I'm just a kid. Uh-huh. You know the worst thing about all that was, though, uh, know, it, wasn't, it wasn't getting in trouble, because I had grown used to that. It wasn't about that. Well, the hardest thing for me was admitting what I did. I don't know if I it, that was hard. I can handle it. Okay, that I didn't know, but go ahead spank me Go ahead, you know, suffer, sucker, I'm a martyr. Of course, in a Christian, I knew it harder <laughs> <understand what martyr laughs> to go about. Go ahead and spank me. Oh, take it out on me, Dad. Yeah. My brother just laughed when we were talking, my brother was in town, we were talking, and he goes, yeah, you know, we're all doing Dude, yeah. we have a sister that's, you know, between the two of us, and uh, she would look between us, and if she did something wrong, my dad would go, what was it? you, was at one of the boys, and we got beat for my sister all the time. She'd
1: there go, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, it was them, you know, and it would go, I didn't know, dad, I didn't know, beat me, it was over with, but so we had to admit when I was wrong, when I was wrong, that was the hardest Part for me, when I became a Christian, I remember. And it was one of those supernatural events. And, you know, someone said to me, you know, I'm going to the island to strip me out of it, and I'm crazy things. And someone said to me, You know, Greg, the only hope you have left in life is to cry. And then walked out. Yeah. I'll give a little bit more of them this way, right? i you a but it hit me, and I started thinking, well, you haven't, well, haven't tried that one yet, so
2: you know, it might work, because
0: I've got an arm oh, So, because <laughs> God is really, really impressed with oh, So, so I began praying, and I didn't know anything about confession, or repentance, I didn't know nothing about that, but I began to stop it. So, okay, if you're God, which they say you are, then you know me, and you know that I've done some things wrong. I didn't know, but I did know." <laughs> To work on him either. But, but I began confessing. You know what? You guys, you know I did that. You know I did that. You know I really did stupid things. You know, and I began just talking about me and things I've wrong. And as I confessed those things, I felt amazing. the first time in my life, I had this overwhelming sense that what I was hearing from my father was this. I, you know, I, mean, I wasn't. I wasn't. You know, ten years in the Lord, I know how to hear the Lord. i know, i the the life, but I didn't know how to hear God. But I knew I was sensing in me someone saying, "I don't." Okay, and I felt amazing, inside. and so I confessed some more. I confessed some more. It's okay. It's okay. I know it's okay. Really, I confess everything about. You. I broke some shoe-aways one time too God that okay It's okay, okay and it was <laughs> good to feel better it was an amazing time but you know what was really happening for the first time in my life I was experiencing this is the slam on my father this is praising my heavenly father and actually for the first time in my life I was getting from my father forgiveness for what I thought. and for the first time in my life I didn't want to when I was a kid it was about now it was um, suddenly had awareness and epiphany of what forgiveness was all about my God was what that was all Jesus in the cross excruciating pain excruciating pain beaten. I like not say that Touched with hands and thorns that you know because you know all about that hang on the cross excruciating pain Mm-hmm. They don't understand. That's what we think he was facing. See, he had, to. he had to go to cross. That wasn't a disappointment. That wasn't a shock. It wasn't something he'd, he'd be asking for forgiveness for us. And he had to die. What he was saying is, Father, from a human perspective, I'm your son. I'm God. I understand all the things of God. I understand everything from God's perspective. But Father, from a human perspective, let me give you this revelation. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know what they preach. They don't know what they attend. They don't know what it does to eternity and to all the people when they do. serving loving people, then on that cross, beaten unjustly, accused unfairly, and now he's going to die, and before he dies, in his last breath, he says, Father, forgive them, they know not what they do. Do you know what happened when he spoke those words? Forgiveness exploded on the human timeline. Because never before had God decided, because he couldn't yet, forgiveness would be given to mankind. But when
1: Jesus said as mankind who's paying the price and as God himself he says forgive them, suddenly BAM! Forgiveness
0: exploded on the timeline. All the way to Adam and Eve, BAM! Suddenly the Messiah, God said, forgive them Father, and they're forgiven. BAM! It happened. And every single person from Adam and Eve right up to Calvary BAM! was forgiven. It happened right away. And
1: they had an end there but now
0: about that is like 4 inches thick at least, 72 layers of, of, of curtain. So strong, so powerful, so heavy, so, so strong that forcibly the side falling apart could not do it. It took 300, about 300 priests to move it from the north side. It was it was immense. But seriously, that veil separated the holy place which is where God's presence is said to exist, from the place where mankind should be. The closest place that people get to God, the, the holy place with the closest of those priests, the people closest to God, can we connect far? Beyond that veil, it's not the present itself. And there is the what we call the mercy seat of God. And there's The Ark of the Covenant below that, and the two statues of the cherubim covering it. And that's supposed to be the mercy of the seat for God. Inside that. See, that's called the mercy seat, but that's not what it says in the Hebrew the Greek. That's what we call, you understand that. What it's called, what it translated as is the sea of grace. The sea of grace. Get this. God could not give grace to us until the sins were paid. He could not do anything because he chose not to until forgiveness was spoken over mankind, time the one who
2: committed. So grace was in the sea. See how
0: After God spoke the words forgiveness. His agony was great. He spoke last words. It it nice. means he
2: spoke. <coughs> he to
0: remember He he it is will have it. for the first time you heard it. up from the seat where it had been hidden for thousands of years, suddenly grace popped out of that mercy, blew through that curtain. You know we talk about the the unseen hands ripping the curtain the veil apart. You know how please ripped the veil apart? Break!
2: grace with that being done and head first and the of hell of because
0: grace had it received grace leads Jesus into hell wrestles the keys of all of those dead sin and death from Satan once Lucifer steals those keys
1: takes them away and Jesus
0: says I'm repossessing everything yeah. yeah. <laughs> else that's what's replacing
2: and people said, yeah. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Man! Oh, God. That grace for us. Grace
0: rips the veil, closes open the doors. I don't know how any people could resist it. How can anyone balk at that? How can anyone say, I don't know, forgive this grace for us? I don't know. Why Why do they resist? Because they know not. I is forgiving them. Open.
2: Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
0: is un, unbelievable. You cannot duplicate it. Again. You can't think it. It's God all over us. My father, earthly father, passed away some years ago. When I became a Christian, I went back to the Bay Area. I spent years talking separate. I, I mean we were strange since I was uh, sophomore sophomore high school. We got to talk for years and years. I left, I around the world Crazy things, and then I try to put my life back here and on the top of my hand. My dad, growing up, was abusive physically and emotionally. It was it was a tough life. I don't say I that to criticize him. We all go through life. I didn't have a little great Christian life. I didn't grow up with a Bible in my hand and work too. I was in my brain, praising Jesus, when I was too. I, I didn't know all that stuff. I'd grown up in a life where I was a beast. It was a lot of friends. I'm a christian I've heard my father and dad say, I know pain is okay. I wanted nothing more to do with my dad, so he I know it's
2: okay. It's okay. It's okay, man. I love you.
0: And all those stories, but I know time my dad was just, he saw my life, my life changed because I lived in the world, helping the world with what he died, and that was a push, and it was hard, it was all easy, and I said, well, to take it, I pray, I hope, I believe that before he do this last, we heard his happening, I was saying, it changing you're yeah. If you do all the things I want you to stop doing, I'll say it's okay. That's all God says. He looks right at us in the midst of our turmoil, in the midst of our stuff, in the midst of our drinking and our in the midst of our our you know our perversion, in the midst of all of our stuff, he looks right at you and says your name and says, I know. She just don't know my life. I mean I had drugs, drug learning, coke. I mean I was just in Capital D, that was me. I was just, I was out there and got Capital D. If he grabbed a little D, trust me, he could reach yours when you in too. He can do it. He could grab more than anybody if you're going to receive that review. <laughs> Let me give you this Not <laughs> That do we have to receive it. Can't it, you know. Christians walk through the church all the time, singing praises and coming to church and doing the thing and, the love and getting their perfect Sunday you know, school kid and all that stuff. They're doing all the church things, singing Kumbaya, They're doing all that stuff, and they don't really get it. Yeah. You know, God, you're okay but you know, Every time you do something wrong, no, you, I don't even deserve it. I don't deserve it, but if I just... Crawl low enough on the ground like a worm, you'll ignore my pitifulness, and suddenly you won't recognize that I'm standing up and I'm in your presence again. Maybe I can sneak back in. I'll be I'll be sinner and you won't worry about me. That's my God. God watches you crawl on the ground, you're of Look at you. when we sin, when we fail, we do things wrong. He doesn't see that an opportunity to discipline and punish us. He sees it as an opportunity to say, it's okay, here's some forgiveness. You're my son, you're my daughter. Come here. Let me hug you. That's what he looks at. We've got
1: to change the way we think about those things.
0: We have to receive it to give it. You can't give it if you don't have. And if you want to give your parents or your loved ones or friends or family, anyone you know the love of God in their life, you've got to make sure that you have really received the forgiveness. You, you have just said, okay, I, say, I said a prayer, now I'm a Christian, now I'm walking my life. No really get it. Receive His forgiveness for everything in your life. Because once we receive it, sometimes we have a heart time accepting it. We don't forgive ourselves. Forgive yourself. If He forgave you, why don't you forgive him? you think you know better than Him? He said, I've forgiven you. And if you don't forgive yourself, we have an issue. You're not getting what If you're going to get it, you've got to get it. You have to accept it. You accept that He's beginning for everything you've done and will do. Because forgiveness...
1: Blue through the past and blue
0: through the future, it's already been forgiven. All you can do is say, Father, I did it. I'm not. It's okay. I, live. <laughs> <Excellent. clears throat> Take I love it. That's what i my grace. See some signs of life. love the You love the That's all you have to do. But when you get that, give it. Give it. And, and I'll just zip through this real quick. Scripture says this Colossians 2, 13 and 15. Check it later. Here's what it says. When you were dead in your sins and you had the circumcision of your sinful nature being under the law of death, God made you alive, Christ. And he forgave us all our sins, having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us. He's taken it away. He nailed it the cross. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he did a public spectacle, triumphing over them in Christ. The he took the sin and the problems that you do tomorrow. Get on the cross. Give me a spectacle of them. He laughed at them because the enemy's going, whoa, 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 because I love them. I forgive. That's my son. That's my daughter. Not a chance. Get on the cross. You see that? Yeah. Ah, you can't do anything. Lucifer, once singing great one in heaven. No, you can't do anything. He made a spectacle triumph with the cross. It says here though is that when that happened, he canceled. to Not just the sin, but the charge of the sin. Wow. Wow. See, when we forgive others, their debt is canceled. Their debt is canceled. I don't get it. I'm not going to pretend I get it, but the word says that if you forgive, they'll be forgiven. Really? If you forgive, we're not talking about salvation here, but if you forgive people who offend you, they will be forgiven their offense. Here's a picture. When someone offends you, sins against you, hurts you in some way, there's a legal offense in heaven. According to the Word of God, they legally owe you something. Because they have, they have a crime in heaven. If you sin against a child of God, woo! I'm liking this. If you sin and you hurt me, you offend me, you something like against me, you steal, you bought from me. I had someone who right now owes me $2,000, $2,100 and 75 cents, by the way. They owe me, not that I'm counting, but they owe me that money. But the, Their biggest problem is the fact that I make come get them, which I'm not. The biggest problem is that God says, you owe my son. You think you're going to get away with that? You think you're going to just kind of walk away? You owe. When I forgive, when I, God, I money. You, but, money, you money. Right. I said I need the money, but I, but I, I have account. I it's a you nice know, it's yes, okay. Suddenly, God goes, Huh? huh? huh. Did the leave much for them? What are you talking about? Yes. It's deleted. It's hard as cancer. It's been just cancer. No. Suddenly, what they couldn't get yet, they just got because I can't get it. If you forgive, they'll be forgiven. If you loosen up and loosen up. God says, if you forgive, I'll forgive them. So when people walk around and have forgiveness, they go, they doesn't your life guess what? You forgive them? Boom, it's hard to you see how powerful that is? You see how supernatural that is? Because you're a child of the king, you have the authority of the Father. You can say, that's it. God, I love and I'm bored Boom. It's cast from heaven. Grace now comes your way. Mercy now comes your way. Even if you're believers, and believers send these believers to each other. That's why conflict resolution is so important in churches. Deal with issues. Because when you don't deal with issues, there's an offense in heaven that you've got to work out. That's why the word says when you if, if you go to worship God not for sacrifice to the father and you have a grievance with your brother, leave your gift there and go deal with that issue. Why? Because this is gonna do nothing. It's gonna do nothing. You gotta go to put your brother, or your sister, and you work out that offense, so now the charge is cancelled and God goes, Come on up here, bring that sacrifice. I've got such a gift for you. That's what happens. But we can't get it until we do that. Make sense? That's what it's telling that's what the world wants to understand. Not only, not only is there a- I you forgive, you forgive. Judge so not your own. I said, when you do that, when you forgive someone who's offended you, who's hurt you, really just up to you, when you forgive them, I cancel the charge and my grace and love is for them. But guess what else? When you do that, charge me against you. Cancel. Anything there might be that you may not even know about. Someone out there who's upset, I canceled. I you forgive, those who forgive my sins. forgiven. we cancel that. We forgive. God says, out such forgiveness on you. Man, mercy and grace blow right through your house.
1: Parades happen inside you. Woo! Party going on all kinds of God just forgave you. He just blessed you. He just canceled death. Man, a parade's going right through your house, man, because you just
0: forgave someone. God goes, i got such stuff for you. Can you imagine angels and cars and floats going by in your house going, woo! It's all for you. Great stuff happened because
2: you forgave. Dave. I told you, I'm messed up. These things are real stuff. Yeah,
0: That's yeah. yeah. That's what it does. That's the it does. I us to say, yeah, we just end with this right here. Let me to you, The biggest problem we have when it comes to forgiveness is this. Yeah. Yeah. We don't think about it. We don't think about it. I just throw this at you. Right? Because always The word says, take chapter every Take chapter every Why? wrong I'm in a mess of trouble. I think some stuff. The guy says, hey, Greg, I know you. It's not a matter with that. Why does he say you take up every time? Because your thoughts affect your rules. to take away... He wants to take captive your, your thoughts for you. That is, you take captive your thoughts. Why? Because there's an enemy who wants to take captive your thoughts. And it's not listening. It's your emotions. So your emotions want to capture your thoughts. So if you think according to your emotions, you're in a mess of thought. Your emotions... So many times we say things like... We say so many things like, Why do you
1: feel like you don't really like me?
0: First of all, that's not a feeling, that's a thought. So you already really admitted that your feelings just captured your thoughts because you combined them together. Yeah, the feeling
1: may be you're sad or hurt or upset. Your thought is, I don't like you. Get it
0: straight. That's the way I communicate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but the idea is that you've already admitted
0: that your, your emotions just captured your thoughts. But if you take captive your thoughts, now I may feel, I may feel horrible, but I'm not horrible. I may feel miserable, but I'm not. When i fast, to be fasting, when I'm fasting, I'm thinking, man, I feel hungry, hungry, but I'm hungry. I am not what I feel. I will tell you what I am. I'll tell you what I am. I'm a child of God. My purpose in life is love by God. That's who I am. So I'm not my feelings at all. So if I take care of my thoughts, I don't care what's going on in my life. I don't care if I'm sick, I don't care if I have cancer, I don't care if I have a cold, I don't care what's going on in my life. Those feelings do not control me. My thoughts control me. So I say, you know what? I'm a child of a You know what? Things are okay. You don't think to forgive people who hurt me. You know, here's the thought. Here's the thing. I take kept of my thoughts. And suddenly, what comes out of my mouth is according to my thoughts. That I decided how to think. I think the way. I decide to think that way. And I'm going to think the right way about people. And those words come out of my mouth. And some of the words I say are not condemning. But now they're fruitful and blessed. And now when I speak those words, suddenly the actions I take are based on the words I speak because i gotta, I got to back it up. So now suddenly my actions are, cons- are consistent with my words and consistent with my thoughts. And now the people who see me will be affected right because my actions are following suit, And their life's going to change. And suddenly I'm walking Suddenly I'm experiencing mercy and grace. It's all, all over me. Blessing and mercy of mine, all the days of my life. It's called, they're following me everywhere I go. And suddenly, so people, when you say to them, "Hey, come to the church," they go, "Yeah, I'll go wherever you go because something about you is good stuff." Oh, yeah. you don't have to be a Bible and but hey, dude, come to church. You're a dirty dog sinner. Come on, man. I saw I saw a sign on a church in Virginia down the street from our house, the day before Christmas. I'm heading to church and I see the sign that says, "Turn our burn sinner, Join us for a Sunday Christmas service." <laughs> I'm going to go there, Mommy, right there. Are you kidding me? You've got to get in some way. People will follow you if you think and speak and act according to the forgiveness God gave you. Amen? <laughs> you know, I look at you and say,
2: I'm sorry, but we're more
0: pages. We're done. Seriously. I don't want you to this today? So much you again. He's your father. He's got mercy. He's got grace. He has forgiveness all wrapped up for you. The seat's no longer there. He is, he is no, he's no longer sitting in the seat of grace in the Holy us. He's sitting inside of you. He's inside of you. And he's saying to you, don't put me back in the box. Don't chain up
1: my grace
0: thousands of years, I had to chain it up, lock it up, throw it away. I had to put it there because it wasn't time yet. But now it's time. Don't put my grace back in a box. Let my grace come out of you. Come on. Let it out. Grace is
2: starting to get out of us. And grace is in us.
0: With God and His friends going, let me out. Let me love Him. Let me bless Him. Come on. It's all about grace. Don't worry about speaking in tongues or prophetic words. i am tell you what. You let grace fly to you. Yabba yabba do. You'll be doing everything I got. Come on.
2: Seriously!
0: Bam! I love that. Bam! Go from, from there. we go back to
2: talking
0: Bay Area, man. We need a job soon. <laughs> Here's the deal,
2: boys. I <laughs> <Rush>. So delicious.
0: <laughs> do you know what I know? Even when we get kids, when we die, we give people, let God listen yeah. to the and Give people, you
2: know what I know. We have a special closet. a special
0: <laughs> uh, Oh. It's like, no, I, yeah, 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 but, um, uh, what closet? I know you're talking about it. I've forgiven everybody, but say, wait for that door.
2: Huh? <laughs> we got a key special
0: for that door. No one, nobody can get in. If you were willing to that keep And I'm kind of not Yeah, I've done I wrestled three years that stuff. When I was three, to open those doors. you got to open those doors and I the How can I get my son what my father's giving to me and I'm not getting <laughs> By the way? Cancel. Forgive and forgive. Praise. Cancel. Forgive and forgive. Here's some blessing Forgive, forgive. Here's some favor. Forgive and forgive and forgive How about those wrongs you're done. Forgive, forgive. God's going to keep on doing it. As you forgive, and forgive and Man, you want the bless you God? It's not about the other stuff. It's not the things you might hear because I won't oh, oh. all. God said you it's all. it's all. And when you do that, God needs to bless you. The time doesn't mean 10% anymore. It means, how much you got? How much do you give a on? Take what you keep that give me now. And you know what happens then? Your 10 becomes way more than it used to be. because God got favors all of that. And I'm not trying to do an offering right now. But if you really want to get it, that's what you about. You can forgive, you love God. God says, and I'll forgive, and I'll cancel you. Your sins, and your debts, and everything else that gets you. And guess what? Those things that are holding back your financial blessing, They're done. You know what? That enemy who's trying to hold you back and successful is done. Yeah. You know what? That curse on you about poverty you grew up with, it's done. Yeah. It's done. I'm canceling not only the things you've done, but the curses and effects that get you generationally. They're done. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you're willing to forgive, now I'll cancel all that stuff. If you want to walk in the blessing and the abundance of God, Forget. You guys I'm going to let you for free. Amen? Yeah. go everything. That's fine. Get rid of the crazy. Amen? Right here in this place today, many walks of life, I know, mm-hmm. I know, but those here today, mm-hmm. personally,
2: that issue, mm-hmm. stuff, that stuff, I
0: want you to do it, I want you to do it. I want you to I want you to do it. I want you to do it. to do it. This room right now. Maybe you've never accepted the Holy Ghost. Maybe you've done the church a lot. Maybe you've done all this stuff. that You haven't really received. You haven't said, God, I want. And you have to surrender your life to Him fully, completely. And the moment you ask to raise your hand, you know. If you mean God, it doesn't change your life. It's changed just like that. But maybe you're here this morning and you've done it. 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 it, or maybe you've done it multiple times. I don't care. But you know this morning, that you're not absolutely in love with Jesus. You're not walking in love with Jesus. You may have a strained relationship, a distant relationship. You, can, you, you may just think about God and He's cool, but you know you're not walking in what you should be walking in. It's time to pray. Goodbye. So for Either one of those concepts, if you do not leave all the allow you to prophetic action. If you ask your mom to raise your hand, do you prepare your hands, pray with you. God will i call you out. Anything like that. You are a human. All around the of them. That you just not see. Great, great, yes, 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 yes great, great. Yep, and absolutely, yes, absolutely, yes, absolutely, <coughs> yes, yes. And so, hope you like praise right now. I did not see it. I praise I right now. at Great things are happening. One more time, all across this room. One last. You haven't raised your hand yet. Many people have. Just lift up your hands. Just lift your hand up. You pray, pray for me. You're going to pray You're going to stand for this. you stand this. You're going stand First of all, would you give God a huge hand if it was live? We're going to pray for you. We're going to pray after you redeem. That I pray, that's the thing. It's not the things that I say when we're actually praying, it's what's really happening inside of you. So the words aren't really that fork. But the fact that you're repeating a prayer, speaking this out, is prophetic action. You're saying to the enemy, guess what? My life's changed. Guess what? I'm forgiven. Guess what? I'm in alignment with what's being said here. And my spirit, my soul, and my body, I'm agreeing. And we can't fool you anymore. That's what we're going to do. So, regardless of what we say, know this the fact you raise your hand, that's the spirit of God already moving and changing you. We're just going to serve you and speak it out there Here we go. Repeat, speak this prayer. Those of you who raise your, raise your hand, repeat after me that the whole house is her family. Just repeat it together and join with them. Amen? Amen. Lord, Jesus, Lord Jesus, this is my day. Is my day. I, receive I receive from you all that you have for me. All that you have for me. Thank you, Lord. I give you myself my yesterdays, my,
1: yesterdays, my, todays,
0: my, todays, my todays, and my tomorrows. My tomorrows. I'm yours. Thank you for your love. Today, I am Christian. I am forgiven. I am loved with God. I have a heavenly Father. And I am blessed in the favor of God. In Jesus' name,
2: amen. Amen.